This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode number 11 of the Wisdom by Lisa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. And this is Casey Wilbanks-Coletti. And this is Sophia Aguila. Welcome to the Wisdom by Lisa podcast on the Horse Radio Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WISA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. You can listen to Wisdom by Wisa on most of your favorite podcast players. You can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or your Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and it's super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Hi, Sophia. Welcome today to the podcast. Thanks. I was wondering if you can tell us a little bit about the press-related opportunities during your WISA markets. Yeah, so we have staff from both print and online magazines and newspapers at the show, a photographer, and actually some WISA members bring their own videographer or photographer with them as well. And we also invite a select group of WESA attendees, and we call them the WESA Wranglers. Oh, well, that that's a unique term. Tell us more about these WESA <laughs> Wranglers. <laughs> Yeah, so the Wessa Wranglers is a group of social media influencers and bloggers who have applied to attend at the Wessa market to caption everything from trends over new products or new product lines to all the exciting brands that we have here. And it's really just for everyone to gain brand awareness and create buzz for the members. Uh-huh. Um, can the Wessa members get directly in contact with the Wessa Wranglers? Yes, they can. More than that, actually. So WESA members can sign up to work with the blogger one-on-one so that the blogger can feature them on their blog exclusively. The blogs range from everything from ranch and lifestyle over fashion, accessories, to home goods. And we match the bloggers up with the members based on the brands or product lines, as well as the members' needs and wants. The members just have to sign up for, for the opportunity or email me at Again, my email address is S-J-A-G-E-L-L-A at westhuntradeshow.com. Well, that's very valuable information, Sophia, and I'm excited to get to our guest today, Miss Kim Borcher. Like any good entrepreneur, Kim Mills Borcher is changing her business model to match market needs. For the past five years, Kim has brought her mobile retail business to barrel races and rodeos under the banner of KGO Ranch and Tack Shop with a mixture of clothing and tack. That's changing. And very soon, she's going to unveil her new business, Colorado Kim Boutique, which will focus on offering a full line of women's wear and a few items for men, but no tack. Kim's going to join us today to explain how the new business is different from the old company and how it's the same. Hey, Kim, welcome to Wisdom by Wisa, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. 
I had a great, for our listeners' benefit, I had a great conversation with Kim uh, a couple of days ago. As you know, WESA is a marrying uh, place for <laughs> retailers and brands. You've been in the business for five years with a mobile retail operation. And like most good entrepreneurs, you've sensed it's time to kind of refocus and tweak the business a little bit. Talk a bit about the history of the business and then a quick summary of the direction you're going now, and then we'll talk about the whole thing a little more. Okay. Well, thank you. One of the things is I started out, I always wanted to have a ranch and pack type store. And so I started that uh, about five years ago and I started carrying clothes and different uh, items like that and pack and worked my way through all of that. And within about the last year and a half, two years, I started to see that the tack didn't sell quite as fast because being in a mobile store and going to events, people don't always buy tack. They're more interested in finding products that are different from what they may find in their local stores. So I started, I sat back and started to think about it. And I realized that I was selling my clothes and jewelry at very well and that I thought maybe I would just need to refocus. And so that's what I'm doing. I am going to focus on clothes for women and I will have some men's clothes and I'm going to drop my tack lines. And the name of the rebranded company when you introduce it is going to be what? going to be called Colorado Kim's Boutique. Gee, I wonder where that name came from. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it came from some friends up in Wyoming that called me Colorado Kim. That's where it came from. (laughs) How fun. Well, and and Mm -hmm. you, Kim, you also, you run barrels yourself. So you have a firsthand look into this boutique business in Western women's fashion. You're a woman for one. You're in the Western industry. You run barrels. You see these girls frequently. And so that has to be a huge driving force in this direction that you're going. Yes, it is. It's a it's a huge force. I don't I do not ride that often because I'm usually taking care of my business, but I have done a few barrel races and I enjoy it. But I really enjoy the women that barrel race. And I could see that there were needs for them in clothing and things uh, products to go out in the evening or go to the National Finals Rodeo. And they also wanted products that they could wear and use um, when they're taking care of their horses or working on their ranch or their farm. And so I saw that there was a need for that. And so I started looking into companies that provided those products. And I've had a great amount of fun shopping <laughs> for all of them. Well, and that's the, okay, you're, you're speaking my language now because... <laughs> This has got to be one of the most fun parts of of this business for you is going to the WISA market and getting to go search for these items that you're going to provide for people to buy from your mobile business. You have to fill me in what it's like making that trip through WISA and how do you choose? There's so many wonderful things, but just tell us about your experience when you go to WISA. I, I, well, first of all, my first year that I went, I felt like a kid in a candy store. I didn't know which way to go. <laughs> and it was, I was just so excited. And so I finally had to make myself, you know, kind of pinch myself and say, 
focus, focus. What are we, what is it we're looking for? So I started out just kind of walking up and down the aisles with the book, the WISA book that they always give us ahead of time. So I was, I really kind of felt like I was going in every direction and that was my fault, not WISA's. WISA was set up wonderfully. Yes, yes. So the next year I got my book again and it came in the mail and I went through and looked at all the companies and mapped out who I wanted to talk to. So that way I didn't just kind of go willy-nilly shopping. So I kind of had an, a, a little bit better idea of who I wanted to visit with first. And then on the last day, I kind of go through and see if there was anybody maybe that I missed that I wanted to talk to. So that's how I kind of, I have to plan it out because yeah. like I said, I would, I feel like a kid in a candy store. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, such wonderful items. And now with the rebranding, you're, you're going to be dropping the tech. You're going to be focusing on full line of women's Western wear. Can you give us a little taste of what we're going to see in your mobile boutique? Well, what you're going to see is uh, it'll be for women. I kind of have geared it towards women 30, I say 30 to 100, because it's hard. I found by talking to my customers that it's hard for them to find products for the little bit, um, well, I don't want to say old, I mature, that's a nice term, for all, us mature women. Because I, when I was buy, when I started buying clothes, I was buying things I liked, and yeah. I am well. I'm heading towards Social Security. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'm 61, but you know, I found that women that were in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, they were having trouble finding things that one fit them, uh-huh. and two suited their lifestyle, and three. Right. Um, you know, they, they could wear things that were, you know, modern and trendy, Trendy, but they didn't look like their daughters and their granddaughters. Right, right. Exactly. That's that's what they were looking for. Sure. Mm -hmm. Well, that uh, makes total sense because um, we see fashion in the Western industry is probably greater than it's ever been. And I can't say that for definite, but I feel like fashion in the Western industry is huge right now. And there's no reason for anybody of any age to ever have to stop dressing trendy just because they can't find those items available to them. So I think that's a very unique market for you. Yes, I agree. And like I said, how I started was I was buying what I like. And then women would come in and go, oh, you have something for me. Yeah. You have something that fits me. Right. So I try to carry anywhere from extra small up to 3X so right. that I can help everybody look good. Right. So that we're going to have shirts and that are you going to do jeans? Are we looking at possibly maybe some skirts or um, uh, fancy? You know, what What exactly is the, the taste we're going to see? Well, you will see shirts that you can use for kind of dressing up a little bit. And then I've got some other shirts that are even more dressier for going out, maybe. um, And I carry skirts. A lot of times I find women will get in touch with me and say, you know, I'm going to a wedding and I need a Western looking skirt. Mm -hmm. So I will help them pick out skirts and a shirt and maybe a belt that would look really good at a Western wedding. Blue jeans, I haven't gotten into the blue jeans uh, just because at this point, you have to carry so many different kinds mm-hmm. of blue jeans, and that's very difficult. 
So people can usually find the jeans that they want at their local stores. It's the shirts and the jewelry and the um, unusual skirts that they uh, are drawn to. Um, I also carry a few products by Noble Outfitters, and they have a Western shirt. It's for showing, Mm -hmm. and it's the barrel racers have gotten, so they just love it because it snaps from the bottom up to maybe about mid-rise. Then it's a zipper. And then up around mid-chest, it becomes snaps again. And so what happens is when you're running barrels, you, if you were to get your shirt caught in your saddle horn, it can, it, you know, you, want, you don't want to stay caught in it because you could have, a t- you could have quite a wreck. And so that, those snaps come undone, but it, your whole shirt doesn't come wide open. Right. It only yeah. comes up to where the zipper is. The zipper so the, is, yeah. The ladies, yeah, where it's, and the ladies love it. Uh-huh. Absolutely love it because everyone I've ever talked to said, I've had that happen. I come up to <laughs> yeah. the third barrel and I am flying back and everything is out. <laughs> and uh, I have met fathers who I show those shirts to and they go perfect for my teenage daughter and they'll buy yeah. like three or four. Yes. <laughs> How funny. Yes. Count us in. Well, yes. And you mentioned, so you mentioned some belts and accessories, which we know at WISA, I could just stay in there for days and hours among hours looking at the options of jewelry, belts, accessories, purses. So that has to be a huge help for you in in aiding putting that product in your in your business because the best selection ever is at Wisa Markets. Absolutely. And I have found some awesome products. And many of them are made well almost well everything of the, as far as jewelry I try to get from the United States that's made here. Uh-huh. And I try to get local and mm-hmm. so I do have a couple companies that design and make local jewelry out of repurposed uh, copper and so mm-hmm. forth. And then I have um, companies that make horsehair jewelry that's made here in the United States. And so I try to have, it, they all have a Western flair to them, but they're made in America and they're, you know, just they're different. They're not what you would see right. in every store. I try right. to uh, try to find something that's very different from what sure. everybody else has. And also, I find I'm not real tall. I'm I'm, okay. I'm kind of short. Yes. And so some of the bigger jewelry right now that is in fashion is gorgeous, but us short little people can't wear it. <laughs> it kind of over it kind of overpowers us. So I try to look for maybe a few smaller pieces that also will fit with us shortly, uh, some of the shorter women. Right, right. So I try to have, you know, a combination. Sure. Well, I could talk women's fashion with you all day and I've kind of hogged the interview because of that. But I know Mike has some burning <laughs> questions for you. So I'm going to let him jump in here. Well, uh, uh, two okay, things. Thank I'm, you. Two things I want to chat about. Number one, if I'm a brand listening to this show. What criteria do I have to meet for you to consider me as a supplier? The first thing that I look at is I look at where the products are made. So I oh, I try to go for products that are made in the United States first. And so and, and then I look at um, how well the product is made. How, you know, if the edges are finished and, and things like that. And then I look at to see is it a product that you see in every other booth. 
So I try to find something unusual, something made in the United States, um, and something that will suit us mature ladies. One of the things is, though, I do carry some things that are not made here, but I always ask if I can try the product. And so that's how I ended up with one company is I asked them, could I try your products so that my myself, my husband, and my daughter could try it for six months. And they were very gracious. And once I found that it it um, that the products wore very well and looked good even after a dozen washings, I said, okay, tell me about your company. And so they went into more detail for me and I picked them up and I'm still, I still carry their products. The other thing that I like to do is I like to get to know each vendor so that I know their story. Um, such as there's one company that uh, I've met the husband and the wife that own it. There's another one that I've met the um, the owner and she, that she owns another company that she makes and designs clothes here in the United States. And so I like to get to know them and know their story because I pass that on to my customers. You know, and I kind of tell them a little, I tell them a little background on the products and who the owner is and where the product is made and, and so forth. And my customers really, really appreciate it. Then they have a good idea of why they are getting such a good value and a, such a good product. Okay. That's exactly what now, <clears throat> just real quick, because I think people should know a little bit more about you when they meet you. We had this interesting conversation, a Detroit girl, the only person in her family who has any interest of horses. You uh, accused the hospital of switching babies at birth. You became a nurse <laughs> and spent, you became a nurse and spent, I think you said six years as an army nurse. So we thank you for your service. I think most people will be thank very you. appreciative of that. Then you thank moved you. to the South and eventually came up here to Colorado, got involved in the horse business and the Western business. But I think it's a nice story that goes along in terms of when people walk in and meet you. They know the kind of background that you have because I think it's fascinating. Well, thank you very much. Uh, yes, you're right. I was a nurse for 38 years and then uh, decided that it was time to do something different. So that's how I happened to kind of think about, well, what else can I do that I would also enjoy? So that's kind of where it got started, and I've been doing it for about five years now. Okay, one last question, timing. When do we see the official debut in person and online of Colorado Kim Boutique? Um, it, I plan to start it. Uh, it's going to be January 1st, 2019. So uh, people can start looking for that. Um, I hope to have the online store done around the same time. And the first place that I plan to be where, I, where the name will be unveiled is the Black Hill Stock Show in Rapid City, South Dakota. And that's uh, the end of January into February. And you will have or do have a website. Is that correct? I'm working on it currently. Yes. Um, okay. Will your schedule to... will your schedule be on that website uh, as you book yes. other events? Okay. Yes, I will have the um, of the events listed of where I'll be. Outstanding. Hey, thanks so much for chatting with us. Uh, yours is a great story. We uh, love to find entrepreneurs in the Western world who are making changes to match changing lifestyles, changing market tastes. And we appreciate you taking the time to give us a preview of Colorado Kim Boutique.
Thank you very much for having me. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, we enjoyed having you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Kim. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. The show notes and links from today's show can be found at wisdombywisa.com. And as always, we'd love to hear your feedback. There is a contact link on that website. The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and the 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players. You can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and it's super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Wisa, where the industry meets.